Welcome to the She Is Grace podcast. My guest today is Renee Huffman. Renee Huffman is an author of Reset Your Mind, 30-Day Challenge, and Devotional Planner, publisher of Covered in Dignity Publishing Books, and of Women of Dignity magazine, which highlights the story stories of women that are affecting the world. Also, she is the owner of Miss Dignity Style and Grace Boutique, Dignity Custom Graphics, and lastly, CEO and founder of Dress in Dignity Nonprofit Organization. Welcome, Renee. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. That's good to hear. Well, you have made your mark as an entrepreneur, which is evidence of your perseverance and faith in God. So I'm so glad to have you today. The first question I have for you is you were appointed as U.S. Ambassador of Dubai, Africa in September of 2021. How has this experience blessed you spiritually? Um, it's, it has truly blessed me um, to be, you know, acknowledged to be a U.S. delegate mm-hmm. or Dubai under the um, you, under the umbrella of the economic hub. And so I will be traveling there this year. Um, Unfortunately, I was given the title, but I'll be able to, you know, go in 2022. And so it's just it's it's like a full circle moment. You know how in your life you always see yourself on the the bottom or your you may your employer. They actually don't see the the they don't actually see your value or your worth. And so. For almost 20 plus years, I worked in corporate America. I worked for ING, which is a financial company. And underneath that umbrella, I also worked for ExxonMobil and Boeing. I traded millions of dollars on the market, but they never seen my worth. They wow. never seen, seen my value. And so I, I will always remember what my husband um, said said to me one day. He said, keep going. You know, take the soft skills, take the knowledge that they provide you and keep going. Don't Mm -hmm. stop because they don't see your worth and value. Wow, that is so profound, especially from your husband. That is awesome. What a great supporter and cheerleader, right? Yes. That is awesome. And just to have that opportunity, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity is what I got in my sphere. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity to be able to represent the U.S., and then to represent who you are as a woman of God and then your entrepreneurship and every everything that comes with that as well. So that is awesome. So before you transition from your professional career to entrepreneurship, how did you achieve this and did you have any obstacles along the way? So the transition uh, took place in 2019. A prophet came to me and stated, do not go back to, to Egypt. Do mm-hmm. not go back to Egypt. Wow. And, you know, the first person I thought of was my husband because, you know, okay, we need two incomes. And the Holy Spirit said that your household will come on one accord with it because it's coming from God. So I stepped out on I stepped out on faith and started Miss Dignity Style and Grace. And I went I mean, the Holy Spirit opened a sea of clothing to me like millions upon millions of access to clothing. And it was so many obstacles, my vendors or the representatives. It, it just appeared that they were trying to block me. 
And so, you know, you get discouraged, you know, you get discouraged, but I'm a fighter. You know, I have went through so many things in my entire life that just one moment with one person, you know, make it doesn't stop me from moving forward. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. But, you know, we go through obstacles to propel us into our destinies and then for our growth as well. And as we grow, God begins to we begin to see God's grace and goodness in our lives. And then often God is preparing us for his will and clarity for the vision. So it seemed like to me that you going through whatever you, whatever you went through in this journey, that it was all recycled for you to be able to prosper and to, again, to prepare, prepare into your journey. Do you agree? Yes. All right. All right. And then now that, that I got in my spirit that he gave you a business mindset and he went before the path to make sure the path was clear. So when you arrive, I'm not going to say everything would be easy street or uh, easy or difficult, but at least he paid the path for you to make your mark on this earth. (laughs) Yes. Wow. (laughs) And then not only that, um, I believe that also we can have his ultimate, ultimate joy, knowing that everything would be okay. And like your husband said, just keep going. Well, I got in my spirit, just press forward. No matter yes. what, no matter what, just press forward and just fight spiritually, whatever that looks like for you, you know? Exactly. So let's get into the family dynamics. How did your mother struggle with mental illness affect you? My mother dealing with, it was called, I mean, you know, it's bipolar, right. um, but it was called uh, manic depressing. That's what they, we refer to it as, or mommy has become sick. You know, that was like mm-hmm. the family word, you know, right. the family wanted to kind of hide it, you know, her family, everyone. Um, but it just, as a young girl, I remember praying at 11 years old. And saying that it would not be like this always. Wow. Um, at you know, and I, at, at the age of you know, my grandmother, she would take me to church. You know, mm-hmm. she she was a teacher of the word. You know, wow. prayer warrior. And so, you know, that just at eleven years old, I said it will. It this will not last always. Wow. And so just to give you a little, you know, so we went through, you know, after being 11 years old, we went through so much, you know, her going in and out of the hospital um, and, you know, having pastors to come in and to pray. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you, in 2009, God sent me from Jacksonville, Florida to San Diego to fast and to pray and to be truthful. Usually when my mom goes through one of her episodes, someone would, someone would lie and say, okay, some your grandkid, maybe something happens, you know, something has happened to your grandchild. So we need to get you to the hospital. And I remember saying, Lord, you call us to be truthful. And so we began to pray. And matter of fact, we was thrown out of a church because of my mother's behavior. But my sister um, in San Diego have a wonderful church called Choice Harvest of El Cajon, uh, California. Okay. And they literally took us in and we prayed through the process. And I'm telling you right now today, 
My mother is delivered in her right mind and prophesying. So I just want to let people know, even though you may have to go on that journey, Mm. there is hope. There is, you know, there's a promised land for you. Okay. Wow, that is so that is so amazing. And then not only that, she's healed finally. And you said she's yeah. prophesied and she's working for God. So we know that's God's amazing grace. And and now that he was watching, he was with her always, no matter what she went through, no matter what you've seen. And then not only that, I like the fact that you said you you prayed at 11 years old, that it won't be this way always. And then not only that, as an 11 year old girl, to know that, that, you know, you needed to pray for yourself, that's so profound to me, very profound. So as a young girl, you were very anointed and spiritual due to your grandmother's teaching and upbringing as well. So God was with you every step of your journey. And as the word says that he would never leave, leave us or forsake us. So that's my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures. But no matter what we experience, God is always with us and we should have peace because he has our best interests at heart. So what a true testimony. So did you feel love despite your mother's struggles? Did you feel love? I felt so loved by my mother. Because my mother, even though she went through those episodes, Mm. she fought her way through to get back to her children. Wow. That's profound as well. Yeah, I, you know she. I mean, literally, she. She's. I mean, to this day, she gives us everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, with her love, her wisdom. Um, her wisdom is life changing. Um, it's it's mind blowing, the 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 words that come out of her mouth, and we just sit around her and we listen, um, because it's just it's just powerful. Yeah. And so, yes, I did. I, I truly felt so much love from her, from my mother. That is awesome to hear in spite of what she struggled with. But you said two key things, wisdom and love. Mm-hmm. The enemy was trying to block her gifts and her gift of love and of wisdom. Right. That's yes. how the enemy comes through to kill, steal and destroy to try to distort her mind and mess her up that way mentally. And that way she can't be a blessing to others. So I'm so excited to hear that she overcame this uh, as well. And now today that she reaping the benefits of her wisdom and then her unconditional love. That's so important because the little girl inside of us always wants to, we yearn rather for our mom's love or mother's love daily, no matter what we went through growing up. So that's awesome to hear. And so I know that our true love actually comes from God, but I know sometimes we need validation from others but Christ is sufficient. He is truly all we need. But again, as I said, as little girls, as adults, we still want our mom's love. Like my mom passed away in 2018. She's no longer mm. here. And I yearn for that phone call every day. You know, it's a str- it can be a struggle for me still. But I know God has me in my grief period because I grieve for the rest of my life, the rest of my life. But I know he has me, but still just want to hear that voice. I want to smell her perfume. I want to just smell smell those hugs I get and just wrap my arms around her. And I don't have that. So it's a blessing that she's still alive and that you get to reap the benefits of that. Yes. So last year, you mentioned in your interview that you decided growing up that you were going to to win. How so? Well, 
you know, with my mom having a mental illness, with my father being in jail most of my life, um, I remember being in the ninth grade and supervision kind of, I didn't have supervision, you know, like people were not around me to say, go to school, like some things happened, but I was determined to win. I said, I'm going to go to, you know, go to high school and I'm going to perform. I'm going to do what I've been called, chosen and commissioned to do. And I, you know, I decided to go to school regardless of my, my situation. And so I graduated from high school. Um, I received a $10,000 scholarship from Price, uh, Price Club, which is known is nationally known now as Costco. Um, a Jewish family blessed me with $10,000 and then gave me an additional $5,000 because I, I said to myself in the ninth grade, regardless, you know, what my parents are doing, I'm still going to persevere. I'm still going to go forward. Hmm. Even all these different dynamics, I'm still pressing towards the mark. Right. That is awesome to so hear. I, and you know what, Renee, this is very profound because God was preparing you for this, his extraordinary vision. And I know by experience, there are definitely growth lessons because there's always a process that we have to go to to get to the other side. And the flip side of this is that sometimes we try to take the shortcut, which does not manifest because it's not a not part of God's plan. So your story, again, is so inspiring and the way God was just still with you through it all is truly inspiring. So how should we affirm ourselves daily as women? How should we do that? Or what do you do? Well, what I always tell women, you know, if you're struggling uh, to take a mirror for 30 days and look, you know, if you don't have a handheld uh, mirror, you can go into your bathroom and you want to, you know, we say connect with God, but most people connect with God and they go into service mm-hmm. instead of connect with God and connect with yourself. And look in that mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. Yes. I love Continue it. just to keep, you know, you have to love yourself. You have to know the love of God right. to love yourself, to be able to love someone else. That is so true because because self-love is so important, but go ahead. And so, you know, just for 30 days, you know, and I do that, you know, I go in, you may can do it for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and just tell yourself, connect with yourself. It's something about when you look past yourself. And I remember the first time that I did that exercise, I literally broke down. Because the Holy Spirit told me it wasn't your fault. Wow. You know, it was like it was a, you know, to let me know it's okay. You know, all the things that you went through, it's okay. But I need you to love yourself and not try to walk in perfection or try to make it perfect. Hmm. I love that. Not only that, when you said that you looked in the mirror and, and God said, it's okay, it's not your fault. So that was something probably deep-rooted and you didn't even realize it, correct? Exactly. Wow, that is so much healing. I'm going to try that looking in the mirror. Even though I look in the mirror daily, I have a huge mirror in my restroom, but I'm going to try a small mirror, mirror, I'm sorry, to look in the mirror 
for 30 days and see how God moves in my life is where I love what you just said, though. Yes. Wow. It's so uh, that's healing. That's confirmation. That's uh, self-love, as I said before. Yes. And it's allowing us to be vulnerable as well. And like you said, that true connection with God and not of service, but just to be vulnerable and look at ourselves and say, I love myself. And I know I look good, no matter what you're <laughs> feeling inside. Like, you know me, I could get in the mirror and say, oh, I know I look good. You know, and I, my hair may be all over my head and my no makeup or whatever. But no, I'm pretty without makeup on. I look just as good without makeup on going to the grocery store. I had to get out of that as well. I don't care about my skin. I look good. And this is how God made me. And I'm just so confident in me that I'm okay without makeup sometimes. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So daily affirmations are especially important to make sure that we renew our minds and that we have to affirm ourselves. Like sometimes I even put sticky notes on my desk in my study or on the refrigerator to remind myself of certain things about myself. You, you're a leader. You know, you're a blessing to others. And, uh, you know, God has called you to do this or do that. And uh, the podcast would be a blessing. So I kind of give myself those notes sometimes too, as well, to keep me centered in God and then keep key scriptures as well. Keep me on point with him too, as well. And another, another great way is even my uh, book, 30, uh, 30, uh, 30 days will reset your mind. It's a 30 day uh, journey. Um, it, it, it's to affirm yourself, you know, to really look at yourself and to journal. It's so important to write it down. Right. You know, we speak, but it's it's so therapeutic when we actually write it down because we get our emotions out. And so that book really helps you um, with that, with affirming yourself and really looking in your just looking, you know, at yourself like the Bible. To, the Bible is is literally a mirror. It is. If you're looking at yourself. It is. So it's so important for us to journal, for us to read scriptures, um, to affirm myself. I have 30 um, affirmations okay. in that book um, that you can affirm yourself every day. And so it's so important. Yeah. And that's where you're going, you know. Right. Right. And that self-love, like you said, it's part of the self-love umbrella to make sure that daily that you you're on track with who you are and who God called you to be. No matter what's around you or what people think and that kind of thing, you got to get the noise out of your mind. So I love what you said. And I'm going to definitely buy a copy of your book as well. And I'm going to definitely go through the 30 day challenge. And uh, we'll talk off record. I'll let you know yes. <laughs> how my experience was. So also, can you um, share the purpose of your nonprofit? Well, Dressed in Dignity is a, a nonprofit organization that we help women that are currently unemployed back into the work field. But I always, but before we do that, we have an, an a, we have an a, event where we actually make them over from head to toe, brand new clothes, shoes, accessories, and then we provide them a beautiful brunch, as well as I have a maybe an apostle, a prophet, or an evangelist to come in to really minister to their heart. Mm. Because I feel, all this is one of my sayings, um, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Mm. Um, so you have to deal with that inner man. Mm. Um, I can dress you up on the outside. But if I send you back into corporate America or back into your job and we have not did the surgery, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We have not literally opened you up to, you know, to give you a new heart, to sew you back up then it's, there's no, you know, there's no help there. So these women, we, when they go back into the work field, they can either level up to become, you know, to go into management, become a director, or they can say, I want to be an entrepreneur, but we build that confidence. Um, They call me the confidence builder. Wow. Um, It's so important to build from the inside out. Right, right. Um, so many people try to do it the other way. Oh, I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to put makeup on or I'm going to put on a really nice suit. But on the inside, they are broken. Their heart is broken. Mm-hmm. So that's what is. That's why it's so important for dressed in dignity. Um, they get excited about the clothes. Right. Um, they get excited <laughs> about the venue. Wow. Then we start going in. You know, we start even sometimes yeah. we went into deliverance, wow. and they said, "Oh, I, I was so caught up with the clothes and how beautiful your event was. I didn't even know that I was going to get delivered today." Wow. Um, and so that's so important to me. The inner man to be delivered. Right. Delivered, healed, like you said, but we have to do the work because the inside always reflects the outside. And God expects us to live boldly through him, bold as a lion. He expects us to have confidence in him because we're his ambassadors and we can't walk around defeated, depressed or feeling like we're not good enough. Like you said, uh, we have to know our worth in him, but it takes work on the inside because that's deep rooted. You know, maybe we were told as a child that we weren't good enough, whatever it is that we've gone through, we have to do the work as women. And I mean, do the work, I mean, with God, not doing the work on our own, but spiritually through God. So that is awesome. And you definitely have an inspirational journey by uplifting women and highlighting women as well. So I would just say, continue to give back to the community with your nonprofit and uh, anything else you want to share, any type of encouragement for women just briefly? Well, you know, with, with women of dignity magazine, um, it's a you know a wonderful magazine because we tell the stories of women that have went through so many obstacles, so many challenges. They've leaped over so many hurdles in their life. But I also tell those women who actually tell their story is to look back, look back, you know, and look back and look back to the woman who's voiceless, rejected. Um, feel confused to look back and to pull her forward and to, to, to make sure, you know, to just impart in her that it's not over, that we have, we have been voiceless. We have been rejected. We have been the outcast, but I want you to know today that I am no longer rejected. I am no longer outcast because I know I'm, I'm accepted and approved by the most high God. And once you actually, once you actually understand that and you begin to walk that out, then you will be removed from being rejected, from being an outcast, from being voiceless, because you will start to say, okay, God, I can do it. Right. That's what Women of Dignity magazine is about is to, to help women have their voice who have went through so many challenges, but also turn back and get your sister. And pull right. her forward. Right. You know, right. I mean, they call me the free male Moses, literally taking women out of the wilderness into their milk and honey. 
Wow, I like that. Because I know I've, I've seen your brand and your brand is exquisite. Everything about you is top notch. And I love that about you. Everything about you. I mean, from pictures to your decor to whatever it is, you have really built an awesome brand and entrepreneurship. And Renee, I want to thank you for being transparent today and sharing your journey. Can you please share your websites and social media platforms? Yes, please. You can go to womenofdignitymedia.com. You can also email us at wodmedia at yahoo.com. You can find us on all social media platforms, Renee Huffman, Dressed in Dignity, Women of Dignity Media, which is also a part of the magazine. And so those are all our platforms. Okay. Thank you again, Renee, for sharing your time with me today. And as always, live your truth with God's guidance.